Shabbat Shalom, beloved brethren. The topic of our lesson for today is thankful in all circumstances. This lesson, beloved brethren, is a reiteration of God's will for his people to be thankful. In the book of Psalms, chapter 35, verse 18, it is written, I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will give you praise among the huge crowds of people. And yes, beloved brethren, if there are a group, if there's a group of people who must give thanks to our God, it is us, the chosen people of God, the very small remnant in these last days. And yes, even in the darkest of times, even in the direst of straits, come hell or high water, as others would say, we will thank God in all circumstances. Let us remember that the will of God must and will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. And as we mentioned before, that to be thankful always is a reiteration of God's will. Therefore, in this regard, our first question is, what is one of Yahuwah's will for all his people? Let's begin reading here in the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, 5, verses 16 to 18. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Yahusha. What is one of Yahuwah's will for all his people? To be thankful to God in all circumstances. The verse said, always be joyful. Yes, we, we must always be joyful. And we will touch on the topic. We will find out why we should always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. Although this year, beloved brethren, has been very challenging for many, not only for us in the assembly, but it has been very challenging for all of humanity. Still, God has blessed us in so many different ways. And we know deep in our heart, beloved brethren, how we have been blessed by our God. We experience it. We feel it. We see it. Why must we be thankful to God in all circumstances? The verse said, be thankful to God, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Yahusha. It is because we belong to Christ Yahusha. Indeed, it is the greatest, it is the greatest blessing that one may ever receive to belong to Christ Yahusha, not a few but a multitude of people are desiring 
to belong to Christ Yahusha? Why must we and all those who belong to Christ Yahusha be thankful in all circumstances? The book of Romans chapter 8 verses 1 and 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Yahusha. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Why must we and all those who belong to Christ Yahusha be thankful in all circumstances? Because we, those who belong to Christ Yahusha, have been delivered from the two realities that plagued our life, beloved brethren. What are those two realities? It's death and judgment. Death and judgment is unavoidable. Everyone will have to go through it. And although we already belong to Yahusha, we are not exempted from it, beloved brethren. But how were we delivered from death? Brethren, even if we die, we will be resurrected. In the same manner that our Lord Yahushua was resurrected, we too will be resurrected. Why? Because the verse is clear. There is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Yahushua. Isn't this a great blessing, beloved brethren? And how were we freed from the power of sin that leads to death? We know that the wages of sin is death. That is the second death in the lake of fire, right? When our Lord Yahushua died, we were buried with him through baptism into death, meaning we died with him. What does it mean we died with him? We are dead to sin. Our old self was crucified with him that the body of sin may be done away with and that we should no longer be slaves of sin, beloved brethren. We are now dead to sin and therefore we were freed from the power of sin that leads to death. What is in store to those who have been freed from judgment and death? We continue in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 23. And even we Christians, although we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, also grown to be released from pain and suffering, we too wait anxiously for that day when God will give us our full rights as his children, including the new bodies he has promised us, bodies that will never be sick again and will never die. Our question, beloved brethren, is what is in store to those who have been freed from judgment and death? we will receive our full rights as chosen people of God. 
Right now, what we have is just a foretaste of future glory. When we inherit everlasting, the everlasting kingdom, that is when we have received our full rights. And what does our full rights include? It includes our new bodies, new bodies that will never get sick and will never die. But while we are still here waiting, beloved brethren, what will we experience? Pain and suffering. That is why the verse said, although we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, we also groan to be released from pain and suffering. But that pain and suffering will not stop us from being thankful in any circumstances, beloved brethren. As we mentioned in the, in the beginning, even in the darkest of times, even in our direst straits, we must be thankful. Why? Because we have something to look forward to. The promises from our Abba. We just have to wait patiently, beloved brethren, with full trust and confidence when our God, Yahuwah, will fulfill his promises. How should we wait patiently <coughs> for the promises of God to be manifested in our life? Let us read the answer in the book of Psalm, chapter 42, verses 11 and 8. But, oh, my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be upset. Expect God to act. For I know that I shall again have plenty of reason to praise him for all that he will do. He is my help. He is my God. Yet day by day, Yahuwah also pours out his steadfast love upon me. And through the night, I sing his songs and pray to God who gives me life. How should we wait patiently for the promises of God to be manifested in our life? Dear brethren, we expect God to act. And so we will not be discouraged. Why? What do we, we expect to happen? God will again pour out his love and will have plenty of reason. We will have plenty of reason to praise him. What must we do no matter what happens to express our unwavering confidence in God? We must praise him. We must thank him in all circumstances. He is our help. He is our God. He will not fail us, beloved brethren. Who is an example of one who rejoices in God, even in difficult circumstances? Let's turn to the book of the prophet Habakkuk, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, 
even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in Yahuwah. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Who was an example, beloved brethren, of one who rejoiced in God, even in difficult circumstances? It's the prophet Habakkuk. What was the condition of his life? He was in the midst of economic, maybe even financial difficulty. Still, what did he say? He said, even though the fig trees have no blossoms, there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crops fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle burns are empty, yet I will rejoice in Yahuwah. That is exactly what we read earlier. We were, we were asked to be joyful always. The first verse that we read. Always be joyful. What? How about us today, beloved brethren? During the time of Habakkuk, he was in the midst of economic turmoil, even financial turmoil. How about us? Are we not in the midst of difficult times too? The pandemic, let's take the pandemic. While we thought that COVID-19 was slowly tapering out, all of a sudden, there's the Omicron variant continuing its onslaught on humanity. What else? poverty. We know that the product or one of the results of COVID-19 was joblessness because so many people lost jobs due to closure of many businesses. And no matter what efforts the government leaders are exerting, it looks like poverty is here to stay. What else? What about the escalation of violence? where people everywhere no longer feel safe. But despite of all this, beloved brethren, why can we still rejoice in Yahuwah? Think about the greatest blessings that one may ever receive, that we all receive. What is it? Our union with our Lord Yahusha. Because we know the blessings that come with it when we belong to the Lord. We know what's in store for us, for which we too must be like the prophet Habakkuk. Isn't this the same instruction from Apostle Paul, beloved brethren, for us to be thankful in all circumstances? He wants us to emulate the true servants of our God, Yahuwah, to be thankful to him under any circumstances. What did the prophet Habakkuk rely on, beloved brethren? Our lesson will be continued. My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, I'm sure many of us can relate to what was experienced by the prophet Habakkuk because during our time, we too are facing 
financial difficulties, widespread poverty prevails throughout the world. And so we need to learn from Habakkuk because despite his circumstances, he remained joyful in Yahuwah. One might say, well, I'm not a prophet. I'm just an ordinary human being. I don't know how I'm able to remain joyful because of my present circumstance. So we need to look at the key. How was Habakkuk, the prophet, able to remain joyful in Yahuwah despite the circumstances in his life? We read 17 to 18. Let's read verse 19 so that we can find out the secret to Habakkuk's joy. Habakkuk 3, verse 19. Yahuwah God is my strength. He will give me the speed of a deer and bring me safely over the mountains. How was Habakkuk able to remain joyful, filled with happiness despite the circumstances in his life? He made Yahuwah God his strength. Brothers and sisters in the faith, this is the key. This is what we need to do. No matter what happens in our life, let us make Yahuwah Abba our source of strength. When we make Yahuwah Abba our source of strength, what shall be our confidence? Our confidence will be, it doesn't matter what mountains stand in the way. We will overcome that mountain by the strength of Yahuwah Abba. Do you know what the mountains represent here? Mountains represent our problems, adversities, challenges, in our life, there will be mountains. But notice what the prophet Habakkuk said. He said, he will give me the speed of a deer and bring me safely over the mountains. You can kind of sense the delight in the voice of Habakkuk. You can kind of sense the thrill in overcoming mountains. This is why brothers and sisters, we should not be overcome by mountains. You see, wherever we go in life, it doesn't matter where you live. There's always going to be mountains, right? Mountains are going to be present. We should be thankful for mountains. You know why? Because without mountains, life would be pretty dull and boring. Isn't that true? But more so, the reason why we need to be thankful, even if there are mountains, is because without mountains, we would never see, we would never feel, we would never experience and witness for ourselves what Yahuwah Abba is going to do to help us overcome that mountain. The greater the mountain that we overcome, the greater the thrill. This is why brothers and sisters like Habakkuk, when we face that mountain, whatever, and how many they may be. Let us say, Yahuwah is my strength. Well, how can we make Yahuwah Abba as our strength? Because there are those, when they face mountains, they run away, ignore the mountain. They don't even take the challenge upon themselves. That's because they cannot find Yahuwah. And so how can we make Yahuwah Abba the source of our strength? Let's read the book of Psalms 56 and the verse is 8. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. What we read there, beloved brethren, is a psalm of David. He was recounting the time when he faced great adversity in life. 
You see, David was a man of God, but it doesn't mean he was bereft of adversity. In fact, what defines David is what he was able to do despite the adversity in life. So do not think that just because we are the people of God, we're not going to face adversity. We will, because Jehovah Abba, he wants to transform our life by the power he gives us through the adversity, not without the adversity, but through the adversity. Here's King David. We know what happened to him. I mean, what was his situation? He was being hunted down by who? Saul. Saul and his army, they were looking to capture David to kill him, right? So he was running away from David. But guess what? As he was running away from uh, Saul, what happened to David? He was captured by the Philistines. Can you imagine that? Running away from Saul, being captured by the Philistines. And so what did he feel? He felt adversity. He felt sorrow in his life. It's but normal to feel that way, right? But unfortunately, when people face adversity in life, they think they're by themselves. And when people begin to think they're by themselves, they become lonely. This is when people become suicidal because they think there's nobody else to go to. They think that God is no longer present with them in times of adversity. This is why this psalm is so helpful for us. You notice what David said? In times of adversity, you know what God is doing? The Bible says God keeps track of all our sorrows. In other words, he knows every single detail of every sorrow that we have ever experienced. As a matter of fact, what does Yahuwah do? He collects the tears that come from our eyes and keeps them in his bottle. This is a powerful metaphor, a power illustration. What does it tell us? What does it show us about Yahuwah? You see, people think that when they have great adversity in life, Yahuwah God is not there. But the truth is, Yahuwah is with us all along. Just because we cannot see him doesn't mean he's not there. He's there. And that's the message of this song, brothers and sisters. When we think, when we feel that we are alone in our problems, we are not. Truth of it, the truth of it is, as this illustration shows us, the greater our problem, the more sorrow we face, the closer Yahuwah Abba is with us. Think about it. How do you collect someone's tears? To collect someone's tears, you have to draw close to them, right? This is what Yahuwah wants us to understand. In the deepest of our sorrows, Yahuwah becomes closer and closer to us. This is why when we look for Abba, we can find him. And that's the key for us to make him our strength. If we cannot find Yahuwah Abba, how can we make him our strength? Look for him. And when you find him, he becomes our strength. This is what David did. And because he found God in the midst of his sorrow, what was he able to do? Let's read the book of Psalms 56, 10 to 13. I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise Yahuwah for what he has promised. I trust in God so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. 
for you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence. Oh God, in your life giving light. What was David able to do? Because he made Yahuwah Abba his strength. Bible says, David praised God. I praise God for what he has promised. I praise Yahuwah for what he has promised. Question, brothers and sisters. When good things happen to us, maybe we got a job. Perhaps we got a raise. Maybe we were healed of some sickness. Good things happen to us. What do we do? We praise God. We thank Abba. When we do that, do we give glory to Yehovah? What is your answer? Yes. We should be thankful, right? Question is this. Do you know when we can give even more glory to Yehovah Abba? When we are able to praise Yahuwah. Even in challenging times and adversities in our life. That's what makes us unique as a people of God. Habakkuk became special to God because he praised him in difficult adversities. David, he became very valuable to God because he praised him during days of adversity. Because when we do that, we give even more glory to Abba. Always remember, there is power in praising Abba. Because when we praise Abba, we glorify him. And we have access now to the strength. The strength of Yahuwah. And the strength of Yahuwah makes all the difference in the world. What happened to David? He was delivered. And eventually he would be king of all. Israel, Yahuwah blessed David. And because of this, David was moved so deeply. He made a vow to Yahuwah. What was that vow? He said, I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. Brethren, we should do the same thing. We should follow the example of David. Let us recount the many times when Yahuwah helped us this year alone, 2021, we know that this was a challenging year for many of us. Many of us continue to endure through the hardship, but there are many ways and many times Yahuwah Abba has helped us and will continue to help us. Let us remember and give thanks to Yahuwah Abba. How must we give thanks to Yahuwah Abba? Let us express our thanks, not just with words, but let us present to Yahuwah a sacrifice of thanks for his help to express the depth of our gratitude to our loving creator. Do you know what it's, why it's but right? That we will never forget the help that Yahuwah Abba has blessed us with this year, 2021. You notice what David said? David tells us why Yahuwah helped him. Bible says, so now... I can walk in your presence, O oh God, in your life-giving light. You see, Yahuwah 
delivers us again and again because he wants to walk with us. He wants to be with us in our journey in this life. And so we will come back next week. We will assemble together as a people. We will express our thankfulness to Abba because he wants to walk with us. Because he wants to be with us. And when we meet as a congregation, what shall we ask from our loving Abba? Let's read what it says in the book of Psalms 106, 4 to 5. Remember me, Yahuwah. Remember me, Yahuwah. When you help your people, include me. When you save them, let me see the prosperity of your people and share in the happiness of your nation. In the glad pride of those who belong to you, brethren, Yahuwah loves us very much. And he wants to gather us together before him. You know, this is what we do when we assemble together, right? When we assemble together as a people, it's like Yahuwah is bringing us together before him. Why does Yahuwah want to do that? Because he wants to bless us. This is why it would be the perfect time for us to offer our prayers to Yahuwah Abba and say to Yahuwah Abba, remember me. Remember me, Yahuwah, when you are blessing your people. Yahuwah God will bless us on that day. Let us ask him to remember us individually, to remember our loved ones, to remember our children. What else should we ask from our loving Abba? Let us ask Yahuwah for happiness in this life. Yahuwah is not against happiness. We can be happy no matter what the circumstances because we have him. It is impossible not to be happy when you're walking, when you're walking with Yahuwah, when he's holding your hand and you feel the presence of Abba. It is impossible not to be happy because he's everything we need. He's everything that we can ever want. This is why when we pray to him, we bring ourselves close to him and say to him, Abba, thank you. Thank you so much for your blessing. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you continue to do. And thank you. Thank you for what you will do in the future. Do you know what Yahuwah Abba will do for his people in the future? Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Glory belongs to God, whose power is at work in us. By this power, he can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory belongs to God in the church and in Christ, Yahushua, for all time and eternity. Amen. What can we expect from Yahuwah in the future, which is so close? Bible says Yahuwah can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine to answer the question, what will God do in the future to come? We don't really know because it's beyond our imagination. What we know, it's something good, something wonderful. And we look forward to it. This is why Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans, in the passage we read earlier, what we have now is just a foretaste of future glory. When the future glory is here, we're going to be in awe 
when we see what Yahuwah Abba has planned for each and every one of us, when we see the unfolding of God's purpose manifested in our life, we will look at him and say, Abba, this is much greater than I can ever imagine. Brethren, let us thank Yahuwah even now for what he will do in the future because he has something grand in preparation for his chosen ones. And so brothers and sisters in the faith, before we stand together as a congregation to offer praise to our Yahuwah Abba, what circumstance are you facing now? What adversity are you enduring now? Be honest with yourself. It's okay to feel pain, suffering, right? We're human beings. Human beings cry. Human beings feel sorrow. Do not pretend you don't feel pain. People feel pain. But let's do something with it. Let's invite Yahuwah to turn that pain into something else. Because he can and he will. He is our father. And so, brethren, what circumstance, what circumstance are you facing now? Why don't you tell Yahuwah Abba yourself? Approach him. What circumstance are we facing now? What is the message of Yahuwah for each and every one of us? It's simply this. He's not yet done with his work. Did you hear that? Yahuwah God is not yet done with his work. Apostle Paul says he has his power at work in us. And when he completes his work, we will see what he has in store for us. We will weep with joy. We will have joy. Tears of joy. Because Yahuwah Abba is not yet finished with his work. Let him complete what he has begun in us. So that in the end, we can praise him and thank him all the more. But let's begin today with praising and thanking him. For what he has done, what he continues to do, and what he will do in the days ahead. Let us stand and we shall praise again. Everlasting Abba, gracious Yahuwah, our only Allahim, your people offer you praise. We know in this life we will have our own mounts. But they are for us to overcome, not by our own strength, but by your strength. If in the past we have tried to overcome the mountain before us by our own strength and failed and failed, Father, we turn to you now. We use your strength, but your strength enable us, please. To overcome them all. We are your sons and daughters. We carry your precious name. We represent you to the people of the world. Do not bring your people ashamed. And as much as we carry your name. When we pray to you. When we act boldly because our confidence is in you. Deliver your people. Bless us abundantly 
provide for our needs. You can see your people all over the world. And we know that you are well aware of our sorrows, for you keep track of them. You even collect the tears in our eyes. We know what your message is. We are not alone. You are close to all of us. The deepest sorrows of your people, that is when you walk into our life, even if we cannot see you, you are close to us. You embrace us and strengthen our hearts. You give purpose and meaning to our life. There's reason why we continue to live. That reason is you, loving Abba. We cannot live apart from you. What can we do without you? Father, be with us. Walk with us every step of the way. We have so many things to tell you. Father, please listen to the cry of our hearts. Give us the answers that we need. We will praise you. We will thank you. No matter what happens in our life, you can count on that. We will come back and assemble together as a people. Please remember us when we present ourselves to you and our sacrifices accept once again to glorify your holy name. Loving Mashiach Yahushua. Thank you so much for you are with us now. You are in our midst. You unite our thoughts and our hearts. Please, please, loving Mashiach, increase our faith. Help us to feel your presence today and always in our life as we prepare for our Thanksgiving. May you please help us to remember all of your sacrifices, all of the blessings we have received, that we can be sincerely, truly thankful from our hearts as we approach the Father. Father, please bless your people throughout the world. Keep us safe. Protect us from harm and danger. Heal your people who are sick. We turn to you. If in the past we turn to doctors, Father, they are but your instruments. It is really you who heals people. Please have mercy upon your people throughout the world. May we find grace in you always in our life. Bless and remember our children. May you always bless them with strong faith that they will use your, your strength and depend on you no matter what they face in their life. Bless our parents, our family, oh Father. May you always keep them healthy and strong. We believe, loving Abba, you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.